It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? Marcus, I'm having a fun uh, 21st century problem where uh, somebody has posted an ad on Craigslist and uh, they added the wrong phone number. And the phone number they decided to include was my cell phone number. So I have been fielding uh, phone calls all day about an electrician that I don't need. So outside of that, I'm ready to... uh, talk Cowboys football and not uh, do I need an electrician for my gas station that I own? <laughs> First world problems, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I uh, guess. I man. <laughs> what, what an interesting life you have, Landon. That's all I will no, say. This, this, is, this is unrelated to me. Someone has done this to me, Marcus. Someone has added my cell phone number into a Craigslist. That's what I said. You, you just have an interesting life. Um Speaking of interesting life, Selena, we're going to talk about Reggie Robinson, who has had quite the uh, last 12 months. Uh, that's, that's, that's the same way. Uh, and we're also going to talk about the, the Cowboys rookie mini camps that happened last weekend. We got a little bit of news and some nuggets coming out of that camp. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Now, I want to start with Reggie Robinson. According to our guy, Mike Fisher, at 105.3 The Fan, the, the Cowboys have informed Reggie Robinson that he's going back to cornerback after being moved – to safety earlier this offseason after we moved to corner. I, I don't know how many times he's been flipped back and forth, but it does sound like he's going back to his natural position at cornerback. What do you think of the move? I apparently had missed the last move back from cornerback to safety, and I had thought yep. that he had been previously at cornerback this whole time since last year. But, yeah, I mean, I think – uh, it's not surprising. I mean, that's clearly where uh, his skill set lies. I think, you know, it's probably going to be interesting to see if they don't change back again. I mean, especially with Mukamu, uh, you know, being a, a former corner who's making the move to safety. Uh, they clearly have a couple of different guys that they like at both positions or at least have it, have history of playing at both positions. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think what they're trying to do is just – get everybody in the spot that they have the best chance to make the team. Um, And I think there's a lot of numbers at cornerback right now, but if Robinson can step in there and show something right away uh, and maybe, you know, is a little bit closer to being ready to be on an NFL playing field than let's say right. Or, or, you know, some of these down roster guys uh, there's, there's every chance that he could make this team and be a contributor as like a, you know, fourth or fifth corner. 
All right, so I think there's two ways to think about this. Do you think the Cowboys are moving Robinson back to corner because they believe that's his better position? Or do you think they feel good about the safeties they have on the roster and they just feel like maybe Robinson has a better chance to compete at corner rather than safety? I can't imagine that it's – I imagine it's more the first to, in my my thoughts just because – I can't imagine that they feel so satisfied at safety that they aren't willing to throw more solutions at the problem. Uh, I just tend to think that Robinson, I never understood the move in the first place necessarily. So um, I, I mean, I'm going to kind of err on the side that, that they just redetermined that, well, that cornerback is his best position. Unless, okay, maybe they're looking at the safety position like this. Okay. We've got Donovan Wilson and Keanu Neal as our strong safeties. We call Neil whatever we want. We've got KZ at the free safety. We've got Makamu. And then we've got maybe J. Ron Curse is going to be the fifth safety. We're good. Like, we don't need another project back there. Let's move Robinson to corner and let's see if he can find his position there. Yeah. I mean, I, it certainly could be both. You or, know, or I, what if what if Jordan Lewis is going to play more safety? Yeah, and like I said, I, I think that that's kind of you know the 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 missing piece of all this that we're we're not fully aware of is is where are all these guys who could kind of play both positions get to play? You know, it, yeah. is Jordan Lewis the plan on Jordan Lewis uh, to move him at safety and have him compete there so that you can have a, a you know a Robinson competing with you know and it, it, it could be that they they know that they like right. And they want Wright a chance to actually get some snaps or, or uh, uh, compete for playing time snaps. And, and part of that is a, a, a trade between Jordan Lewis and, and Reggie Robinson, yeah. right? Because yeah. Lewis technically is probably slotted above the, some of the rookie guys. Without a doubt. And then, yeah. and then, you know, if you trade, make him over a safety, he's in competition to kind of be a starter or at least be a guy who plays heavily in, in the safety role. Uh, and then Robinson, you know, his – you bring him into the competition and he's probably more on a level playing field with guys like, like Wright and, and, and uh, Canada. And I would say, and, and, you know, some of those down, down roster guys like Burton and Goodwin and Hall and that sort of thing. So I, I, before we came on the show, I tweeted out that I think the Cowboys depth chart at corners basically set. And maybe now it's just a competition between nation, Wright, You know, pick 99 and Reggie Robinson, who was what picked 127 or something like that for that last cornerback spot. And it got a lot of pushback. And I, I'm not quite sure why, Landon, because I think I think the top four are pretty much set with Diggs, Kelvin Joseph, Anthony Brown, and Jordan Lewis, unless Jordan move, Lewis is moving to the safety, but we can talk about that later. Um, and then after the top four, now it's Nation Wright. Kennedy and Reggie Robinson competing for cornerback for five. And then I think cornerback six spot is locked up with CJ Goodwin, right? Because he's going to be on the roster because of the special team stuff. So do you agree that Robinson and Wright are probably competing for one spot? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that's unreasonable. And I'm actually interested in what the pushback was because I don't, I don't know that like that's. I, the pushback was basically that Deshaun Wright is guaranteed to make the roster, so there's just not a spot for Reggie Robinson. I mean, he's a he's a third round pick. I, I, pro- I mean, that's probably right. I just yeah. I to me, what I'm basically saying is, I feel like they are competing for one spot. Yeah, well, Robinson's probably going to have to be a whole lot better in camp than Wright to make the roster. Yeah, absolutely, and I I don't think that's. Uh, uh, you know, unusual or, or, or a hot take. I mean, you know, look, R- Robinson uh, was not drafted by this defensive coordinator. 
and and they've made it pretty clear with with a lot of their moves so far that if you don't fit what this defense coordinator is doing um you don't have the advantage that the guys who do you know but, so but here's the thing he wasn't drafted by dan quinn but al harris was there when they drafted him right that's fair well mcclay fair. was there obviously george edwards who was there although george edwards is really more of a linebacker coach now right i, I yeah. mean there are there are guys that were I would guess that we're advocating for the Reggie Robinson pick 12 months ago. Yeah. And, and, you know, at the same time, they moved him to safety. <laughs> they liked him so much at corner that they moved him to safety. So, uh, and he was also a fourth round pick, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think. Yeah. But the thing I keep coming back to is I think Robinson was more highly regarded going into the draft than what nation Wright was. Yeah. But a lot of that has to do with, with, you know uh, what we saw on the draft show or or what so and so uh you well, know draft commentator I, have i just thought I mean, robinson's I think, tape was better to be honest i i mean i think there is certainly that argument but i also i also think that it's not so much better that it's it's giving him a sol a sure leg up on right no it's not I, I it's not it's yeah not. like that's the thing is that i, I mean if you want to compare these guys one of them uh, you know has been in the nfl for a year but at a position that he isn't going to be playing this year. So he didn't get any kind of experience playing it. Um, he played against lesser competition in college. He was, uh, you know, he was at a step down than, from where Wright was. I mean, it's not that Oregon state was, uh, is an elite school, but it's at least in the PAC 12, uh, mm. the PAC 10. And so, you know, I think that you, you look at, you look at that, you look at the draft position and, and I think, yeah, I mean, these guys are not like on, Robinson is certainly not any better footing than Wright is. And I, I don't know why that's necessarily breaking news to anybody it's not, it's because, not, not. because I, I think that that's, you know, there's, if they liked Robinson a ton, they probably wouldn't draft right. Let's put it that way, you know? And so I think they are clearly trying to spam the the position with, with what they can to see what sticks. If it's Robinson, that's great. If it's right, that's great too. Maybe it's both. Maybe maybe you like both of these guys, and and you, there's you, you, we talked about surprise cuts yesterday. Maybe they uh, surprisingly cut someone like Brown, and they figure out a, a way yeah. to make all these guys work. But I, I don't think that Robinson, because you know we thought he was a steal last year, uh, and and people think that Wright was a reach this year, has like better footing than Wright does to make the team. That's probably the battle that I'm most interested to see in camp because I just want to see what does Reggie Robinson look like at corner because we didn't get to see him at all last year at that position. Yeah. I love this tape coming out of Tulsa. Uh, he's a better athlete than Nation Wright. Wright's longer. He's bigger. And he played at better competition in college. So I, the, the good thing is the Cowboys fans, I do think they're just going to take the best player. I don't think they're necessarily going to be tied to draft position because – to be honest, the draft positioning isn't all that different, right? One was a comp third and one was a fourth round pick. It's not that big of a deal. They're both about the same age. Just take the better player and have a really, really, you know, good cornerback five that you feel awesome about. Uh, let's take a quick break, Landon, so I can tell you guys about Nugenics. Football fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, and they are offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, text DRAFT to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. To get your complimentary bottle, all you have to do is text DRAFT to 231-231. That is DRAFT to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. 
Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you. Your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. All right, Landon, let's talk about Cowboys rookie minicamp. They weren't in pads. There was no hitting. Still some takeaways. And most of the takeaways are about where players were lining up. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the linebackers, Landon. Micah Parsons started at middle linebacker and Jabril Cox at weak side linebacker. I don't think that's all that surprising do you think it's surprising? No, it's, I mean, it's what they said they were going to do. It's 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 where they, uh, uh, I mean, he played off ball linebacker. Um, you know, they they mixed him in as, as, as in some DPR. They mixed him in in some pass rushing situations, like they talked about on day two. Um, but I mean, look, he's this is Ricky Minicamp. You have to start somewhere. Yep, and and yep. and you have to learn a position before you learn multiple positions so Mike linebacker is definitely going to be the most complicated position he's going to learn um because he's got to know the calls he's got i mean i don't know if he's necessarily going to be the one making the calls right away but he needs to start learning that right away um and and knowing all the in the angles and and, and the run fits for you know def, that defense uh, from that position so yeah i mean it, it mike will yeah, they had to start him somewhere. Might as well start him at the spot that has the most complicated uh, job, and and so that he can kind of get a hold of that first, and then it probably makes learning the will a lot easier. And then Jabril Cox at weak side linebacker—that's not surprising at all, right? No, I mean that's yeah. that's 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 the spot he was supposed to play, right? And uh, it's I'm excited for him. Yeah, I mean from everything that I've heard coming out of camp, it sounds like that's probably going to be their future linebacking core. It just makes too much sense. I think they complement each other well. I think yeah. Parsons as the mic is fantastic because you can allow him to blitz. I still have mixed feelings about him being used as this designated pass rusher. I just – I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get the best desired values by doing that. I think he's a better blitzer than he is a rusher. And I think allowing him to like do stuff on stunts and coming downhill on, you know, green dog blitzes, I think is going to be what where he's at his best. So we'll see what the Cowboys are going to do. It's it's rookie minicamp. It's it's nothing to to stress about. Uh, a couple other things, Landon. Our guy Osa Odigizua was lining up as a three technique at the Cowboys camp. Um, not all that surprising given his size. But how do you think he factors into this defensive line room that already has Tristan Hill and Neville Gallimore? I mean, I, I think he's going to give guys a run for their money. You know, I think he's uh, – I, I mean, th- the fact that he's playing three technique is not surprising to me. No. I mean, that's, that's, that's what he should be playing. And, uh, you know, I think that 
they needed interior pass rush. They needed to add that element to their game. And I think that there's a couple different ways to do that is to add someone like OC to a rotation. So that way you're not reliant on a, on Neville Gallimore. You're not reliant on Tristan Hill. You can rotate in the hot hand if you want, or just give these guys reps. So there's waves of, of just fresh defensive interior pass rushers coming. Um, you know, I think for, for, for Gallimore and Hill, they, they need to kind of, you know, I, I open their eyes a little bit to, to what's happening. I, I think that that's there was not just Osa that was, uh, uh, you know, dra- drafted. I mean, there's lots of defensive linemen who can kick inside, who can brush the passer um, um, uh, from their position. So they need to kind of be aware that, like, hey, you need to do something so that someone they don't try to replace your spot. You know, I mean, I think Gallimore is, uh, you know, a little bit safer probably because he's a younger player and he was drafted by at least this coaching staff, at least, you know, Mike McCarthy coaching staff. Um, but I think, you know, you look at, at, at Tristan Hill, he showed us some things last year. I think he flashed at different points. I think he's also a guy who, as opposed to, uh, uh, well, certainly Gallimore, I think that that can play. I think Hill can play inside, you know, at the one if you need him to, uh, mm-hmm. and some snaps, especially on pass rushing downs. Um, but I, I think that you know what what every defensive tackle who was on this team previously that is got any kind of pass rush prowess uh, needs to kind of give their head, perk their ears up to is the fact that the Cowboys are clearly looking for solutions there, and yeah. you know, kind of going back to what uh, mm-hmm. you were talking about with Parsons. Um, I think that there's there are packages that they will deploy where uh, you've got Parsons as their defensive pass rusher, as like stand-up defensive end. Lawrence kicked inside as kind of a three technique because we've seen him do that before yeah. as well. Uh, another true defensive tackle playing the interior pass rusher, that, that could be Osa, that could be Gallimore, that could be Hill. And then Randy Gregory on the on the other end, and just to kind of get like a speed NASCAR package out there. So, anytime that they start talking about that, I mean, I think these guys need to kind of keep in mind that that those are taking away snaps from you, and uh, and 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 they're basically making it so they could hop, cobble together uh, the three technique role between a couple different players. And yeah. what that means is that. I would say Tristan Hill and Gallimore need to be really wary about their roster spots and that they are not guaranteed spots on this team necessarily uh, if they don't, you know, show something and show, or at least they're not guaranteed snaps, you know, if, even if they do make the team, because the Cowboys are clearly lining themselves with other options to have on, on third down when, when they need to rush the passer. I just want to go back to Micah really quickly, because you mentioned, you know, the NASCAR package. I, I still think the Cowboys would be at their best if they have their traditional four man defensive line, let's say in nickel situations, and then you just find a gap for Parsons to blitz, right? I think that's that's where he's at his best. Or or Landon three three five, right? We've we've talked yep. about that before. Don't just line him up on the edge and allow him blitz. Allow him to just kind of create havoc. And we've seen we've seen some unique packages packages from the Cowboys in the past where. They had a three two uh, three two six, right? And mm-hmm. uh, Rolando McLean was sometimes the blitzer in that packages. I I just think that's that the better New England role. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's a better role for Micah than saying, "Okay, you're our designated pass rusher. Come line up on the tackle and go get the quarterback." Let's 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 take a step back on this too, because I do think that there is some confusion as to 
I don't think anybody is suggesting that Micah Parsons is going to be playing defense, stand-up defensive end for 10, 15 snaps a game. Well, I, I, think, don't think- I think when people started comparing, like NFL executives compared him to Bruce Irvin, that's when my kind of antenna went up to like, hey, I don't, that's not the way that they should use him. Yeah, and I don't, again, I don't know that that's necessarily their plan. Like no, if that was their plan, then we'll, we, we just talked about it. Why wouldn't they start him at defensive end yeah. instead of yes. Mike linebacker? So my thing is, is that this is a guy who I think they think can rush against tackles, can rush from the outside. So they, they, they can put him out there and do, you have certain packages like, like that. And then, you know, when you line up a guy like that, you can also have him line up like he's a rush defensive end. And then you could run zone blitzes off of him and have him drop into a flat while you're sending somebody else up the middle. It's just, you know, I agree that I'm not trying to put Micah Parsons like on every single nickel snap as a pass rusher. Like, I don't think that that's necessarily what they're going for. I think that they're just setting it up so they can have a whole bunch of different personnel groupings as their nickel packages. And you're right. I totally agree with what you're saying. I think they can run, you know, three, two sixes. They can run three threes. They can run, you know, all kinds of different formations that allow you know, different linebackers to be on the field. Keanu Neal is a linebacker, yep. you know, just, yep. and, and some of these guys like Neal and Parsons who could play, uh, uh, you know, could play multiple positions or at least be deployed in different ways. It's, it just gives you a different package to put out on the field to solve problems that you get week to week, depending on who your offensive opponent is. All right, let's take one more quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We've got baseball season, we've got basketball playing games tonight, and you can track all the action on Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Also, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the absolute best tasting protein bar. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. And it's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get 15% off your next box. Again, BuiltBar.com. All right, Landon, uh, I've got like three quick takeaways, just 30 seconds on each of these. Uh, George Edwards working exclusively with the Cowboys linebackers during rookie minicamp. It seems like that might be his new role. Do you like it? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel like this should have been his role last year. And um, yeah. I think the, you know, the Cowboys are getting a guy who's extremely experienced and has played with a lot of really good linebackers. Uh, so uh, I like that fit, especially with how many new young linebackers we've got. It's going to be good to have him in there doing that. I agree. Um, I talked to somebody at the next next one. Talked to somebody at the Cowboys at camp, and they said Kelvin Joseph, uh, aka Boss Man Fat. Uh, forgot the boss man part. Shut up a, a little, uh, a little out of shape. Just, uh, uh, just not, uh, not uncommon for many for some of these guys. I guess uh, it was a gut check for a couple of these guys. Uh, you know, getting out of the field, nothing to be concerned about, nothing to worry about. Correct. No, nah, I mean he'll be fine. I mean, the cornerbacks, yeah. especially, they're athletic. He hasn't played football in 
however many months. So yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't expect him to take very long to get back into shape. We are all working on our summer bodies right now. So no fat <laughs> shaming right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no last, fat shaming here. For yeah, sure. yeah. Actually two more. Uh, Isaac, I, I gotta remember how to say this name. Isaac Alcaron. Alcaron. Is that how you say it? Alcaron, I thought. was I could be wrong. Uh, Apologies, uh, Isaac. Uh, I saw a, a good piece from John Mashota saying that he has drastically changed his body. He came into uh, minicamp – or excuse me, he came in onto the roster last year at like 285 pounds. He's at 325 pounds. Mike McCarthy said he's been in the facility every single day in the weight room getting stronger. Uh, I have no idea what he's going to look like or how he's going to play. It's just – Somebody who is part of this international program that the NFL has, uh, just somebody to keep an eye on. Any any thoughts there? It's always funny whenever we get international players or players that came from unusual backgrounds, right? Because they, we don't really hear about them in the natural course of discussion because you know they're not usually part of the of the group that's going to make the roster or at least affect the team once the season happens. But but we always get questions about them from from international press, right? Mm-hmm. So so that's that's when we get the kind of update. So uh, I, I'm assuming that all this information came from the Mike McCarthy press conference when yes. Uh, yes. I think it was a a. a, a a Mexican national reporter that was reporting uh, or Telemundo or something was reporting about him specifically. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love these stories, right? These guys who, uh, I mean, that's awesome. You get a crazy rare opportunity to come work out with an NFL team. And the guy, what does he do in the off season? He puts on 40 pounds of, I'm assuming muscle. I'm assuming, yeah. oh, I'm assuming yeah. it's yeah. muscle because they wouldn't hopefully talk about him transforming his body. And glowing about him. Yeah. Like he, so, he was said the attitude has been fantastic. Yeah, they, they are very excited. So, you know, I mean, that's that's fantastic to hear. I mean, like I, I think about F.A. Obata. Uh, yeah. Obata? Obata. Yeah. 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 I mean, just, you know, that opportunity that 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 guy had. You know, it's funny because he's that the guy that was the scout who found him in London is now our defensive line coach. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just I, I love it. Right. Because there's so many of these guys who kind of take the, this opportunity for 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 granted. I guarantee you guys like F.A. Obata, guys like Isaac Alcaron, these guys are going to work harder than anybody else because they know how rare this is so i'm i'll be rooting for him i don't know how far off he is on a talent uh from a talent standpoint to actually make the team uh but i I certainly will be rooting for him to at least you know make the practice squad or something yeah i agree i think again somebody interesting to watch during the you know training camp during the preseason probably going to play maybe opposite of uh josh ball uh somebody to keep an eye on last thing i just want to quickly tell you where everybody was lining up during rookie minicamp. Tell me if any of these are surprising to you. Uh, We talked about Parsons at middle linebacker, Kelvin Joseph at left cornerback. Osa Odigizua was playing the three technique. Uh, Chauncey Golston was the left defensive end. Nashawn Wright was the right cornerback. Jabril Cox, weak side linebacker. Josh Ball, left tackle. Uh, Fahoku, obviously outside receiver. Quinton Bohana, uh, one technique defensive tackle, Izzy uh, Mukamu, free safety, Matt Farinock, center. Anything surprising stand out to you? No, but I think I think that's all very standard. That's all, that's basically what we expected. I do want to bring up uh, uh, Barry Church's comments on uh, Mukamu. Izzy, did you yeah. hear, did you hear I about did. that? Oh, I did. Yeah. So I, I do. I love hearing that. Basically, the comments were as much basically that that uh, that he was the guy that that 
church had noted Barry church had noticed the most at practice and just mostly the way he was moving the way, you know, his, the way he could physically move at that size and, and turn his hips and move around, uh, which is, you know, that's all that you're going to get out of these practices. And yeah. so to hear that about Makamu, I have a feeling that he is definitely going to be a guy that is going to be a pet cat I, I, just because of the position, the need there and the potential. I mean, for a guy like this, who has that kind of physical ability, that kind of size and that kind of movement skill, uh, if he can, if the light turns on for him at free safety, you, you could you can potentially really have something there, especially considering he was a sixth round pick. I mean, yeah. that's pretty I'm impressive. Not, I'm not surprised that the six foot four, two hundred seventy pound, seventeen pound safety stood out in t shirt and shorts. That's not surprising to me at all. I mean, I guess that's he, fair. He he is he is so big, he is so athletic, and if he was you know assignment sound and looking smooth out there. I think there's a lot to be excited about. Uh, Patrick Watkins 2.0. Hopefully this one works out oh, a little bit better. Man. <laughs> I shouldn't put you that on him. him. I Dare you put that, that on him. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was, I was, listen, yeah. Patrick Watkins gave the Cowboys a, a lot of starter snaps. Maybe not great starter snaps, but he wasn't terrible either. And there were certainly times last year where I feel like we would have taken Patrick Watkins in a moment. So uh, uh, it's not it's not the worst thing to, to put on him. But, you know, Watkins also was not, you know, an all pro by any means either. Shout out to Patrick Watkins. I bet you he never thought he would be mentioned on this podcast today. Uh, That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audacity, wherever you get your podcasts. Continue to follow the show on YouTube. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.